I'm Samantha Sherris, and this is the Daily Signal Top News for Friday, September 22nd. Here are today's headlines. A third IRS official has come forward regarding Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss's ability to bring charges against the president's son, Hunter Biden. The Washington Examiner reports that IRS Director of Field Operations Michael Badork told the House Ways and Means Committee during a closed-door interview on September 12th that he felt frustrated by the Justice Department's refusal to approve tax charges that IRS agents viewed as well-supported by evidence. The Washington Examiner also reported that Batdorf said the IRS removed agent Gary Shapley, a whistleblower from the Hunter Biden case at the direction of Weiss, despite Shapley having done nothing wrong. Batdorf said in his interview that DOJ tax would have to authorize charges prior to David Weiss recommending an indictment or prosecution. He also said... So, I mean, my understanding is that, I mean, he can't make that decision without DOJ tax authorization. Back in July, our colleague Fred Lucas reported that the House Oversight and Accountability Committee heard testimony from two IRS whistleblowers who detailed what they said was Justice Department's officials' efforts to slow or impede an investigation into Hunter Biden for unpaid taxes. Stay tuned. Our colleagues Tyler O'Neill and Tony Kinnett report that a federal grand jury returned an indictment against Democratic Senator Bob Menendez today, charging him with bribery for taking hundreds of thousands of dollars in gold bars and other benefits. The indictment involves charging Robert Menendez, U.S. Senator from New Jersey, and his wife, Nadine Menendez, with bribery offenses in connection with their corrupt relationship with three New Jersey businessmen the U.S. Attorney's Office noted. President Joe Biden appointed the prosecutor behind the charges, Damien Williams. In a news conference today, Williams shared that the bribes consisted of cash, gold, home mortgage payments, a low-show or no-show job for Nadine Menendez, a Mercedes-Benz, and other things of value to the senator and his wife. Williams showed photographs of the bribes, including over $500,000 in cash, several gold bars amounting to over $150,000, and the suspected new Mercedes-Benz. Menendez said in a statement about the investigation by the Southern District of New York that for years, forces behind the scenes have repeatedly attempted to silence my voice and dig my political grave. Since this investigation was leaked nearly a year ago, there has been an active smear campaign of anonymous sources, and innuendos to create an air of impropriety where none exists. Menendez also said, The excesses of these prosecutors is apparent. They have misrepresented the normal work of a congressional office. On top of that, not content with making false claims against me, they have attacked my wife for the long-standing friendships she had before she and I even met. We will keep you updated as the story develops. According to a press release, Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas announced this week the establishment of a Homeland Intelligence Experts Group. According to a department press release, Mayorkas said, The security of the American people depends on our capacity to collect, 
generate and disseminate actionable intelligence to our federal, state, local, territorial, tribal, campus, and private sector partners. Mayorkas also said, I express my deep gratitude to these distinguished individuals for dedicating their exceptional expertise, experience, and vision to our critical mission. Who are the distinguished individuals? John Brennan, former director of the CIA, James Clapper, former director of national intelligence, and Paul Colby, former operations officer of the CIA, to name a few. The New York Post editorial board wrote on Wednesday that witness DHS chief Alejandro Mayorkas's repeated insistence the U.S. border is secure, even as thousands of foreigners are photographed illegally crossing every day, and he couldn't ask for better experts to help him keep up the lies. For starters, the editorial board writes, all three signed the infamous October 2020 letter, dismissing the Post's report on Hunter Biden's incriminating laptop as having all the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation. That shielded Joe on the eve of the 2020 election, helping him win. The editorial board also says Brennan, Clapper, and Colby will fit right in at DHS. As for the department's claim they'll help on real issues like terrorism and fentanyl, don't be surprised if that turns out to be disinfo too. Fox News is reporting that on Thursday evening, a federal judge struck down the Biden administration's restrictions on an upcoming offshore oil and gas lease sale. Fox News also reports that Judge James Kane of the Western District of Louisiana granted a preliminary injunction request from plaintiffs, the state of Louisiana, Industry Association American Petroleum Institute, and oil companies Chevron and Shell to block the Bureau of Ocean Energy Management's restrictions on lease sale 261. Kane said in his decision, the court observes that plaintiffs have demonstrated substantial potential costs resulting from the challenge provisions. Kane also said, while the government defendants largely focus on the acreage withdrawal and dynamics of the sale itself, many of the plaintiffs' alleged hardships arise from the vessel restrictions. And for our final story today, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky may be in Canada, but the war efforts at home continue. Ukraine said it was responsible for a missile attack on Russia's Black Sea Fleet headquarters today. The Associated Press reports that while the Russian Defense Ministry initially said a service member was killed, he issued a statement saying the service member was missing following the attack. As you recall from yesterday's show, Zelensky was in Washington, D.C. yesterday, where he met with President Biden at the White House and asked for more support in the war with Russia. In August, Biden requested $24 billion in additional aid for Ukraine. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, a Democrat from New York, told the press on Thursday that Zelensky communicated to him that the war effort hinges on that aid. Zelensky reportedly told Schumer, if we don't get the aid, we will lose the war. And that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks for listening to The Daily Signal's Top News. If you haven't had the chance, make sure you check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us on Monday morning for the Daily Signal interview edition. Virginia Allen will be sitting down with Kathy Grace Duncan, Director of Gender Advocacy for the Changed Movement, to share her story and discuss what children struggling with gender dysphoria need most. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts. 
and help us reach even more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read and appreciate all of your feedback. Thanks again for listening. Have a great night, and we'll be back with you all on Monday morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.